What's going on, world? It's your boy, LB, the motivator. I'm here with my bros. I'm going to let them introduce us themselves, but we are here. All right, bros, y'all want to step up to the mic? You already know what time it is. It's your boy, Zay, a.k.a. The Bandit. I'm coming to take no asking for no things at all. But anyway, yeah, man, like I said, it's your boy, Zay. I'm here, and I'm ready to do this. You know who it is. It's the Senpai, also known as Josh. Ready to get this started. Let's get it. Yo, and y'all are tuned in to Growing Up Lane. This is a podcast that's going to reflect on our lives, how we've grown up. We've known each other for quite a long time. Dang, I've known Josh. We've known each other since the fifth grade, so I was like 10 years old, and... Uh, so we've known each other since we were like you know. 10. Zay, we've known each other since we were like, what, 12? Yeah, like 12, 13, something like that, yeah. Man, so over, uh, I've, Josh, we've known each other over half our lives. And Zay, it's the, same, Zay the same thing for you, over half our lives, bro. We have known each other um, at this point in time. So this podcast is really just reflecting on our lives, the things that we enjoy, the things that we like. And we're going to tune in specifically to video games and anime. The things that have brought us together are literally, I think our friendships all started around video games, anime, uh, specifically Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, yeah, definitely. So yeah. Definitely, definitely, that, is how, that is how our friendship started. And we're going to just uh, give everybody a chance to just introduce themselves, tell who they are, where they're coming from. So who wants to, who wants to go first? Um, I, I guess I guess I can go first. Um, so, uh, like I said, my name is A. Well, my full name is Isaiah. 25 birthday is 9/11. Favorite anime off the head, I'm gonna say is One Piece, because Geico Geico, I want to be king of the pirates. You feel me? <laughs> really, bro? Um, hey, that, <laughs> really? hey, that is that is my favorite. Hey, that's my favorite anime. He wants to be king of the pirates. I'm telling you, hey, because Luffy is the best. But anyway. What what else can I say? Let's see. I love between manga and anime. I have to say, actually, I kind of like manga more, even though I don't read it as much anymore. But I still like manga more. It's it, it holds more sustenance and substance for me. I don't know. It's it's a it's a lot that I could say. But uh, I mean, we got a whole podcast to unpack ourselves, so we ain't gotta say but too much. I think you hit right. some. I think you hit like the key points. You know, I think you hit some of the key points. Hey. Uh, what is your favorite, either your favorite video game or your favorite video game genre? Oh, okay. So um, I'm, a, I'm about go to be here the, for 30 minutes. I'm going to go with the easier. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with the easier question because he said my favorite video game genre. So yeah. my favorite genre, of course, is RPGs. Everybody knows the say loves a good RP mother freaking G. Let's, so, <laughs> let's go because I, I yes i want to sit and play the game i want to have a hundred hours in gameplay <laughs> and still not even beat the game yet so i, I rpgs are, are in me personally rpgs are way 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 better gotcha all right my boy zay rpgs and one piece <laughs> rpgs and one piece that those are his favorites yes hey, jb we're gonna jump over to you bro Oh man, so my name is Josh, I'm 27, I'm the, the old head of the group, birthday is also in September, let's see, hey, oh man, I would have to say literally my favorite anime is that time I got reincarnated as a slime, oh, I have watched uh, that anime so many times over, it is ridiculous, oh and I just, I, think, I just think the world building is so, it's so interesting, it uh, is, it's a good anime. I, I mean, like, you you can't even lie about that one. It's yeah, good. I can't I can't count. That's a real anime. I guess I have to actually 
put some time in and watch that. Yes, but sir. We'll we'll talk about it later. We'll, in another in a future episode, I'm sure it's gonna come up. Uh, I guess. Uh, I guess. Favorite video game genre, bro. You gotta go with my brother. RPGs. I can play an RPG all day and all not get bored. So you got JB. The time I was reincarnated as a slime and RPGs. So so far RPGs is two and zero. RPGs is up two, and then you got one for One Piece and one for uh, the time I was reincarnated as a slime. It's your boy LB. You know I am 26. I just turned 26. July. July. I think. Dang man, I'm the only summer baby here. That's crazy. Oh yeah. Yep. I'm the only <laughs> summer baby. We, um, we New Year's babies over here. Ah, uh, it's okay. It is okay. I am the only summer baby, but I'm a rock. I'm gonna hold it down. Hold it down for all my cancers. All the cancers out there, I'm gonna hold it down for y'all. My favorite anime, hands down, is Bleach. My favorite hand anime, hands down, uh, is Bleach. Bleach is gonna be my favorite anime. Man, it's just awesome. A lot of people don't like it, but you can't you can't go wrong with an Ichigo Kurosaki. You just can't go I, wrong with an Ichigo Kurosaki. I won't um, say I won't say that I don't like it because I'm. Uh, hey man, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't interrupt you. You gonna let me finish? My bad. You gonna <laughs> let me finish before you try to rip on bleach? I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. But go ahead. And, my bad. Go ahead. Of course, I'm gonna go with my bros. Favorite video game genre is RPGs. Um, I three don't and really, three and zero, baby. <laughs> three and zero with RPG. I don't think there's any, and I guess because the RPG genre allows us to have so many different games. Right. I think in any other genre that you look at in gaming, you get really repetitive. It, the games themselves become really, really repetitive. Uh, don't get me wrong, those games can be a lot of fun. Uh, 2K, I love 2K, but it, it becomes the same game over and over again after a while. Uh, like you can right. play, like if I put 100 hours into 2K, there's 100 hours of me doing pretty much the same thing. And I love, I love playing basketball in person, but I, I don't think I can put 100 hours of just playing basketball in a video game. But with an RPG, 100, those 100 hours that I'm putting in that game, I've done a lot of different things. I've probably built two or three different characters and just done different storylines with those characters. So that is us. That is the trio here. That 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 these are your hosts. Uh, we are your hosts, and I'm hoping you all are going to enjoy this entire experience. We decided to do this. I'm just want to speak personally. I personally decided to jump in on this uh, idea that was brought to us by Josh. Uh, JB brought Ooh. this to us. And I wanted to do it because I thought it would be a cool idea. Uh, one, build the communication so that we can make sure we always stay in contact. And when you work with somebody, you got to talk to them all the time. Yeah. So this, we treat this like a job. It's right. immediate, daily, uh, weekly communication. Um, but also, y'all know I love podcasts. I love speaking. I love, I love putting my perspective out there and just trying to inspire the world to look at things differently. So I thought this would be another way to show a different side of myself. Um, I don't get to talk video games. I don't get to talk anime in a lot of spaces that I get to enter. So this is a space where I get to talk and be myself and accept that like who I was growing up is still who I am now in a lot of ways. But yet I'm still, I am still very, very different from that person. And that's the whole point of this podcast. We want to talk and share stories about our youth. And I'm excited because we got some, <laughs> we got some hilarious stories. There are some Man. funny stories uh, that we all share. So. What brings y'all boys? Why y'all doing this podcast? What, what what's up? Why why did y'all agree to do this? Uh, JB, in fact, why did you even bring this idea to us in the first place? I mean, like you said, it's we we and you know I'm bad with communication. I'm the by the way I'm the worst with communication in the group. Always have been. 
probably always will be. I'm trying to do better. I mean, just to make sure that we talk to each other, make sure that we're keeping up with each other and, you know, get back to how we were in high school. I mean, we were literally spent all day with each other, just playing games, being, being, playing Yu-Gi-Oh, watching TV. I mean, it's the, the stories we have are crazy. And it's, it's no reason why we can't continue to do that and put it in an outlet that we all enjoy. Well, you know well for, yeah, for me, it's more along the lines of, of, of what, what you were saying, LB, uh, with the, like, I don't really have too many people I can really discuss stuff like that with. And I, I could go up to, uh, I could go to, you know, whoever, whatnot, and be like, yeah, man, I was playing, I was playing doggone, Pokemon Fire Red, and I started all the way over, and you know, got this on and this one on my team. And they'll, man, they'll be looking at me like I'm Look crazy. At you, so there you go, there you go. You know, it, it for me, it's and it, it's also a type of release too. So it's, my my life can be and can get very stressful. So a, a, a sort of release would be good for me at this point. Four hundred. I, I agree. I think uh, subconsciously, maybe, uh, maybe even consciously, that we also chose to do this because I think there's some time, there's this resurgence or this grand awakening to like blackness in anime and black right. people enjoying uh, anime and enjoying what back in the day we deemed as nerd activities, right? Like just looking on Twitter, if you like when you look on Twitter, when you when you look on Instagram, you see so many people talking about their favorite animes all of a sudden and how people are getting into animes. And it's the same, a lot of it would be some of the same people that would have talked trash or some of the same people that would have talked down rather on us for doing and enjoying those things. But now it's super popular. Anime has become really, really, really popular. And so debunking this myth that black people can't enjoy these things, like that all we do is play basketball or play sports. You know the, the stereotypes around blackness. This this podcast is a way to show we aren't what you think, and you can't judge a book by its cover. Like, and you can't even judge a book by the first chapter that you read, nor the second. Got to finish the story. Got to finish the story. And honestly, back in school, we used to read series. Like, you couldn't judge the series until you finished the whole the whole series. Like, oh, I'm still man. upset. I ain't finished Aragon. Like, I ain't finished the whole series of Aragon. Right. So I can't even. Man. I can't even judge. I can't even judge that entire collective work. And I think that's the same way with people. Like we can't judge the collective work or we can't judge the collective of an individual based on a few chapters or a few books we've read if we haven't completed the entire series. And for as long as we are alive, the series is continuing. There's a continued series the entire time. And you know, you might close one book of your life. I, I think we've closed those books. Like we've closed the high school book. The college book is closed. The, the elementary school book is closed. And we're, we're, we're on the book of adulthood. And I think that's where we get this, we get the chance to really share that with you all. So guys, what is, just giving a little a taste of who we are, what is your fondest uh, childhood memory of us, th three of us together? So one childhood memory of us three together that you have, what would be uh, one, if you can't, and if you can't pick one, what is the umbrella of those memories? Oh man! Oh man! Uh, I'm not even gonna cap to you. One of one of my 
one of my favorite memories is actually when uh, we were D and D one morning at Grandma House, as a matter of fact. Oh, um, <laughs> and <laughs> and and today was there. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> hey, leave my brother out of this. <laughs> leave hey, my brother out of this. It was one of my fondest memories. Okay, hey, look, it was it was a good morning. Yeah, it was funny. I'm gonna leave it at that. That was funny. That, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I remember, and uh, to my brother, when you hear this, I love you. Uh, sorry, we tortured you so much as a child. <laughs> look, I, I love look, you today. I had that in bed. That was y'all. Hey, sorry, we tortured you, Josh. And that's exactly why my one of my funniest and favorite memories when you got dropped on the head because you always want to be the, somebody's protector <laughs> you always want to be somebody's protector and that's why you got dropped on the head bro we yeah, love you like that sometimes little bro we love you so much um and like that's even an interesting story that one day i'll tell and it hopefully even bring him on to talk about it but like the trans growth and the transition of my relationship with my little brother Dana has been really really interesting and really powerful i believe because it's a maturity thing. So, Josh, JB, what is your what is your fondest memory? Because you know the ones that you got, and I'm, we're not going to even go into that whole story. But what is yours? Oh man, I would say one of my most fondest memories of us is we were all over here at, at in the game room. We all had we had three huge TVs set up. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we took a whole night to go through the rules. Of this Skyrim playthrough we were about to do. (laughs) 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 And yeah, when I tell you these rules were so ridiculous, it was so funny. And the the one thing that was so funny is that we all starting. And the thing was, if you died, you had to start your character all the way over. I kid you not. Zay walked in the right run. And, a, and like these night lord vampires attacked him for no reason. Yeah, I know, that's a bug, man. That's a bug. It was over and, before it even started. And he had to go back and do his character all the way over. And then he walked back in the right run and it happened again. Yeah, and at that point, you know, you know what happened after that. He raged for it. It was over with. I'm not playing by these rules. I'm not playing. No more. Oh, man. Uh, uh, no, but that, that was fun. Like, literally. And the fact is, I think, Zay, you had the PC version. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Josh, you was on the Xbox. Yep. On PlayStation, so we were playing on three completely different platforms that all had they like y'all. We it was crazy. We did like the cheat room thing. Yeah. We had we 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 had all uh, these rules about on. how many moment of silence could... for cheat room. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't nothing like that cheat room. <laughs> moment of silence. All right, moment over. Yeah, bro, like we had all kinds of rules, and I think I was jealous. I was even I can't remember who it was, but one of y'all had the ability to have a soul reaper on there Me. through the cheat room and yeah, it was yeah, not available on PlayStation. <laughs> on PlayStation. I was so pissed, bro. Vasco was... Lorde transformation. I remember it because I still got it playing. I was so pissed. I was like, this is so unfair. Can I just have my Soul Reaper? And I, I and I, that like was the beginning. I think that was the beginning of the end for me in D&D. 
Like that was the beginning of the end. And until I until I get the chance to play my Saiyan Soul Reaper through an entire adventure, I don't think I'll be satisfied. I don't think I will be satisfied. Somebody is going to have to DM me playing a Saiyan Soul Reaper uh, in D and D. So now, y'all hear, y'all hear what this man just said, right? He said uh, Saiyan Soul, Soul Reaper. Now, yes. first of all, we already know Saiyans are already overpowered, as you know. <laughs> we we all know this, okay? We don't even want to talk about how much plot armor Goku got. So right. we're going to skip. we just going to... But on top of being a Super Saiyan, this yes, man also wanna be a Soul Reaper. Want to say, Bankai? No, no! <laughs> Hey, and then when you get punched, it'd be like, oh, oh, that hurt. You know what? Super Saiyan 2. No, no! <laughs> no! That, man, just think about it. And like, if, you were, if you're a D&D &D player out there and you're listening and you want to DM this adventure, we can talk about it. My Bankai could literally be me going ultra instinct. Like, we don't have to get... See? See? Look, and see, I was just see, about to say, you see how overpowered Do not that put yourself through that. We don't... We don't, we don't, I said Bankai. My Bankai is ultra instinct. Like, we don't, it don't even matter. We don't even have to go through all that. Like, we can, we can nerf it. Whoever's out there and wants to DM this adventure. Because we do have a fourth brother. I got to shout out, I got to shout out another bro. I got to shout out another shout bro. Out, actually, shout out X. Shout out to X. He Dang. actually is the one who introduced us to D&D. So, uh, he, it started, Josh, I think was the first one introduced. And then I got on, um, and crazy part is my very first adventure, it was a duo adventure. Josh, Josh and I got our very first characters. And I think we put those characters in the hall of fame. Like they can't be touched. Oh, we, man, yeah. we, we, we don't deal with those characters, but very first one, it was like over the phone. So X led me through an adventure over the phone. I was a druid with a wolf as a companion. This was like 3.5 rules, I want to say. And literally, I went against some zombies or skeletons or something, and I missed every hit. I missed every hit I rolled. And literally, the only reason I got out of that entire, that, the only reason I got out of that entire fight one, I built my character completely wrong. I didn't know how to put my stats. I just put my stats in any place, not knowing what I was doing, right? But I had a constitution of 18, so I had a lot of health. I had a lot of health, but my wolf killed everything. And it had an ability that if it bit you, it could also trip. Yeah, I couldn't even I, I, I couldn't even hit the enemy when it was on the ground. That's how bad the no. rolls were. Like that, and like the enemy, uh, shout out to Lyra, who was my wolf companion, literally oh, tripped. <laughs> the enemy it was on the ground it was my turn to hit and i think i rolled like a one or something i was over it i was like bro i'm not ever gonna play this game again like this sucks and then the greatest adventure i think we've played the greatest adventure i think we played was all three of us once we finally got zay to accept dnd it took us a while it took us a while to get zay on board yeah because i would sit there i would sit there and watch and be like oh no nah, i'm good it took us a while to get Zay on board, and then you have the twin, the twin elves, or yeah, the twin elves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. To play uh, an Uchiha character, and that was uh, another adventure in itself. Yes, that oh, the deception <laughs> adventure, bro. That adventure, that adventure was crazy. That adventure was hands down crazy, and I think like most of my fondest memories kind of revolve around D and D. 
yeah. majority of my fondest memories because I think that was when we were able to truly like let our guards down and either be ourselves in character form or be someone completely different without judging just played your character and even in the moments where you feel like you know you want you know want to step out nah bro you got to play your character <laughs> you, got, right. you got to play your character you got to can't metagame you can't do any of that man it was so many laughs D&D also brought so many fights oh oh oh, oh, oh yes whoa. <laughs> it brought so many fights yeah man I can remember I was pissed. I, I, I think I was extremely pissed. And it was at X, but it was because of Zay. I was pissed at X, but it was because of Zay. Because I was in this mode of like, I always wanted to build like a very strong character or be the strongest fighting character. Y'all can be able to do everything else. Just leave all the fighting to me. Uh, and that's the kind of character I wanted. And X built Zay. This oh, water bender. About, oh, my true prophet. I knew that's what you was about to say. Man. I was <laughs> So pissed, bro. <laughs> it was like, finally. Hey, Zay, you were so overpowering. <laughs> Man, what? I figured out how to get, I was like, okay, I can beat Josh. Josh has to get, Josh has to be able to sneak up on me. And as long as these eye abilities work, Josh ain't sneaking up on me. I figured out how to beat Josh, and then Zay come along. And I was like, okay, cool. We evenly match. Uh, I get close enough, it's over with. And then this true prophet came. And I was like, bro. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and then because at that point, that's when my my uh, unarmed attacks started becoming very, very lethal. <sighs> too, man, too, was, too lethal. Man, OP, bro. Like I, you, me and Jay, Josh, me and Josh can literally sit on the sideline and they can can take the whole fight by themselves. Punch, the entire punch. fight. Ice shard. And don't don't forget about the octopus stance. Oh yeah, that's no, what, that's no, what I started. No, 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 no. Book the octopus dance. Tweak. <laughs> you know, I never, I that's never even got to use it. Like that's the only one I didn't even know how to use. And he keeps saying, "Oh, just do this, just do this," and I'm like, "Yo, I'm not understanding how this ability works." <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty complicated. I ain't gonna lie, Tweak was pretty complicated. Tweak was definitely pretty complicated. Uh, but again, shout out to X for introducing us to such an awesome, awesome game that we honestly still we still play to this day. Uh, and I think people have like a huge, huge, huge misconception around D and D. They like do, what oh, it, yeah, and what it is. And and and, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that solely because I myself had a misconception about it because even though I. I already accepted the fact, like, okay, I'm a true nerd. Like, there's no, there's no way around it. Like, I like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. I sing the Pokemon theme song about every other day. So <laughs> there's like no reason why I should be denying my nerdiness. But I felt like D and D was just like going a little bit too far. And then on top of that, I didn't fully understand it. So I was just like, wow, you're just literally sitting there talking to each other. But once I threw myself into the, I, I immersed myself into the experience and I actually right. tapped into my imagination and I could see, like I could literally see the story unfold as X was telling it. And I'm like, oh, so this is what D&D &D is. Oh yeah, everybody need to do this. 
Bro, 100%. And I think that's what it takes, the immersion of yourself into the experience. And it's like with anything else in life, you there's one, you look at it one way when you're on the outside looking in, or you look at it one way when you're one foot in, one foot out, right? But the moment you fully immerse yourself in the experience, uh, I think you have an entirely different perspective. Uh, and most of the time that perspective becomes one of enjoyment because you, you're able to truly embrace uh, what it has to offer. And I think that, I mean, if you just, it's like playing a video game to me. That's that's how I I got into it mm-hmm. so easily. It's just like playing a video game. You know I mean, it's it's a different medium and a different mode of how you do it, but the it, the it, possibilities are endless. And it I is think definitely that's, a video game. And you can it's a game where you can literally do whatever you want. Literally anything you want. And I think probably if you're a for RPG game designers, I wouldn't be surprised if majority, if not all of them, play D and D in some capacity. Because your imagination just has to be on a different level. Yeah, it has to be right. insanely immense to even think about making an RPG type game. Because yes. you have to have storyline, you have to have uh, characters, you have to have character base, you have to have character history, you got to have world history, you got to think of the world itself. Like, it's so many different elements of, of that stuff that. If you didn't have an imagination, it would be literally impossible to make a game like that. Exactly. And don't forget the character dialogue. Like, you create the dialogue. Right, that too. And that in itself is so important. And the beauty about D&D is that everything is on the spot. Everything about what you're doing is right there on the spot. Because a lot of the times, X thought of the ideas as we were playing. Like, our decisions in-game and the things that we would say in-game literally shaped how he would tell the story and shape how he would what what he would make like what he would make us do uh, do y'all remember the adventure with blaine and the blaine my blaine character and we were like going against vampires like it was a whole vampire lord family that we were about to run into oh yeah that was a short one we did with. it was still late it was really short and the only reason it was short is because we wanted to go back to deception like we had yeah. this this, this want to go back to what we were familiar with and what we were doing and that is i mean it's we're the same way in life like i think we all fall back on the things that we're familiar with and we're comfortable right. with uh things that excited us in the beginning and we still feel a pulling to that's what we go back to because it's so comfortable and it, it's so uh familiar. It feels so safe and familiar let's shift really 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 quick and go deeper into this video game this video game world i personally think the number one video game till this day i have not played a game better i, I agree i agree already <laughs> the number one video game till this day is skyrim and i truly believe this is because i feel like bethesda the creators at bethesda they took a D approach to creating Skyrim. Yes. The entire world revolves around each individual decision you make at any given moment. Whether it's, I'm going to run up a bounty in this hold. Uh, I'm going to kill this arbitrary person. I'm going to decide to be a werewolf and not a vampire. I'm going to do a sneak character instead of a character that's right in your face and fighting like every single decision you make from the very beginning or you can be like you know what bump this quest i'm gonna kill you well i just lost that quest dang that sucks (laughs) exactly and you just lost 
Bro, I remember I was a werewolf and I, I just decided to go on a rampage. And I accidentally, <laughs> bro, I just decided to go on a rampage. I was like, you know what? I don't even care no more. Because I know when werewolves first, when werewolves first came, they didn't have like no perks. There was no perks. There was nothing until the updates. So when we finally got the updates, I was like, oh, I'm about to go on a rampage <laughs> and eat everybody. Man, I ran into this orc, this orc fortress. Yeah, yeah. Slaughtered yeah, I remember everyone. That. <laughs> I slaughtered everyone. Couldn't get the Daedric items. Bruh, and I was on a quest to get all the Daedric items. I think I had almost all of them, except like that one and some other one. Like the, that, the, wasn't that like a war mace or a war hammer or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It, was a hammer. it was a hammer. So from that day forward, every time I made a Skyrim character, I would always be careful whenever I got close to orc fortresses. I was like, bro, I can't remember yeah. where it was. I'm gonna just be careful here until I get this Daedric item. Then I'll come back and kill everybody. Yeah, but until and, then, and, and see, with with Skyrim, my thing is, bro, how how you release a game? literally 10 years ago it wasn't it still good to this and day. it is still like this game is literally still <clears throat> jumping like the game is so good y'all gave it a gave it a, what a game of the year edition then they remastered it and put it out on all platforms mm-hmm. and then it got a, what and then it was still game of the year edition stuff mm-hmm. then y'all got plenty of dlc for it then on all these other different platforms, y'all made it to where uh, uh, you can mess with the console commands and and mod it. That when they allowed everybody to start modding Skyrim, oh, that shot that shot the playability of it up by a thousand percent because what? you got you got people out here who are so into modding games that they will make a whole separate DLC. And for you to just go and be like, yeah, let me, yeah, let me go, let me go down, it. yeah, let me just go ahead and subscribe to this uh, little mod and play this, and that mod that they that this person you know released could be a whole nother extra hundred hours of gameplay because it's that extensive, right? Mm-hmm. So like, still to this day, like they probably still making stuff for Skyrim. It, I think they're going to continue to make stuff for Skyrim until we get Elder Scrolls Six. Like, until we truly get Elder Scrolls 6, which is what, slotted for a 2023, 2026 release? Something, something like that. that. I, yeah, I actually think it's, I, th- I thought it was 25, but. 25? Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know, because they just dropped something at um, E3 this year, so. I oh, mean, they, they, they dropped they dropped a trailer that showed the landscape, bro. Like. They dropped that, like, three or four years ago. Okay, so they dropped something new? Yeah. Okay, my fault. I thought that trailer was uh, relatively new because I'm like, well, I need to go watch E3 anyway. And so, like, that's man, Skyrim in itself, I think, is such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing, and it's going to continue until we get something better. And the only way we're going to get something better is if we get the same. We have to get the same game makers to to just upgrade themselves. Like, I don't think anybody's going to create a better RPG than Bethesda. They, they, people have tried. I think people I have tried. I don't, dude, I don't think you can. But you at, can the, at the same token, though, I don't ever want Bethesda to shy away from what they're really good at. Because, right. you know, some gaming companies is like, okay, okay, so so we can do that. All right, this one, uh, so, uh, yeah, let's let's try let's try a shooting game. No, 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 Mm-mm. no. You have, make your game and have shooting elements in it. But don't don't go away from the RPGs, Bethesda. Don't go away from the RPGs. Nah, and I hope they don't. I really think they they know that they found a sweet spot in the gaming world 
Uh, they got what? What's the new the one thing they've been working on? Starlight, Star Force, some Starcraft, oh, yeah. or something I like that. Star something. I saw that. And so you got that, and that's what's taking Elder Scrolls Six so long to come out. But and I think in that space, I, th- I think they're just going to stay in that vein of creating RPGs, but then adding different elements to different RPGs. I, I truly, truly, truly believe that's where they'll stay. And an all-time, but an all-time great that's going to keep getting better. I won't ever reach the pinnacles of Skyrim, but will continue to get better uh, thanks to the Nintendo Switch and its ability is Pokemon. Pokemon, Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon will continue to improve thanks to the Nintendo Switch. And I, for one, am excited to see uh, where they go. And I'm hoping, man, when I tell you there are so many other Pokemon games that have been designed by people on like Instagram that oh, I follow. Oh, man. There's so much untapped potential to what Pokemon can be. But Pokemon, I've been literally playing Pokemon since the yellow version. I've been playing Pokemon since the yellow version, and I think I've played at least one game in every generation. I've played at least one game in every generation since. Honestly, what I feel like the Pokemon directors and developers need to start doing is that they really need to start tapping into these fan-based Pokemon games and concepts. Yeah. Because honestly, they're they uh, they're about done. Like they're they're you can obviously see like, okay, we don't know what to do next. Right. We running out mm-hmm. of ideas. Yeah, and it's like, bro, just just like it's not that y'all got Niantic, y'all got plenty of money. Like, go ahead and drop a check on somebody. And get their stuff. And, yeah, and get their stuff. Like, uh, like and run with it. That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all can y'all can make so much money by incorporating other people's ideas into y'all's ideas. Because at this point, if you just be like, oh yeah, so that that Pokemon Neo space that that Billy made, we just gonna take this concept and try to use it. Well, you gonna get caught, bro, because like literally all of those videos on YouTube and like you see on Instagram and Pinterest and and all of that stuff, like everybody is looking at this stuff. There are millions of nerds around. Right. Everybody's looking at so if Pokemon really if they really decided like okay yeah we just gonna use this right here, but y'all gonna get caught, bro. Yeah, and I think what what I would love to see in the gaming world is a company that's literally built on bringing fan-based games to life. Which will be, and y'all y'all too know, I've always been saying this in high school, I wouldn't make me a fighting game. But oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like a populist fighting game. So all the characters are gonna be like ideas that I get from everybody else, which like I said, y'all know, I've been asking y'all about character ideas ever since and I'll pass them to y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I I still want to make that fighting game. And I, I still and wanna do it. I, I think and literally all it takes is the resources. Right. A, a lot of a lot of game when it comes to gaming is just resources. People don't have the teams or they don't have the resources to truly build a a platform based game. Because let's be real, we've all games on the computer or off the emulator that is not the home based game. It's not right. the, the and we played those stories and we've enjoyed those stories sometimes more than we enjoyed the original stories created for the console game. Right. And right. be like, dang, I wish they would have did that because that was really dope. Yeah, because then you get this and the only part the only reason why those games don't blow up is because you have to have an emulator to do it. Like you can't right. just and, but I bet you if they released it on Nintendo Switch or 
the DS or whatever you want to, whatever system, it would have blown up. Like everybody would have played it, everybody would have raised about it. Every, it, it would have just been the goat. But fan-based gaming company that brings that stuff to life would would truly you, impact the world. It really would because it, now that you say that, I really think I like. I really just thought about it. If if a company that brings fan-based games to life was to come alive, they could basically take the Pokemon trademark and kind of use it to generate a source of revenue because that fan-made game that they just brought to life using the Pokemon trademark, once they put it out and people buy it and, and try to, and because we all know that this this fan-based gaming company is going to have some type of streaming device or console. Once they start making these games and putting them out, that's going to be a source of revenue for not only the the company and the per and the the person who made the fan base game but also the pokemon company as well yeah right. it's going to it, it's going to be for those companies that sparked the interest or sparked the design like all those companies will get a check too nah your check right. will be a it, it may it not be, be a, a nice consistent big check yeah but you know you get, get a check because we want to use your trademark and we want to be able to uh, produce this game and put it out for people all over the world and I think there's a certain level of selfishness that companies and we as individuals have to like release from ourselves of in order to truly tap into the magnificence that the world has to offer right and that's not just in gaming that's like in every phase yeah in, in general. every field in general that there's so much selfishness to what we do that we don't want other people to win or we don't want to help the other man win because we feel like right. we're going to lose something or we're not going to uh, have we, we don't want to shine. We, we want to shine. We don't want to let anybody else, you know, get their Yeah, we don't want nobody to take our shine. And it's like, bro, let me run up my check. Let me do what I got to do. And then get, I'm going to get out the way. I'm going to just get out the way. It's that simple. Just that simple. It is just that simple. I'm going to get out the way. I'm going to move <laughs> and... That'll be that. But, bros, it, man, this has been a wonderful conversation. So, I, I want us to wrap up. Zay mentioned it. So, I think it's only right that we wrap up uh, today's episode with seeing the Pokemon theme song. Oh, man. Here we go. I want to be the, the, the very, very best, best that no one ever, ever was. was. Mm -mm -mm -mm. The cat's them is my, my real, real test. test. Mm -mm. Train them is my call. Gang, gang, gang. I will travel across the country, searching far and wide. These Pokemon will understand the power that's inside. Pokemon. We thank y'all all for tuning in today. It has been a wonderful, wonderful time. Send us questions. Send us reviews. Please like, subscribe. We are going to be dropping these episodes. And we just want to interact with the community. We, the, the gaming community, the D&D community, the manga and anime community. Uh, the community that feels as it has to be ostracized because you are quote-unquote lame because of what you do. So know that you're not and know that, look, last time I checked, I think we all... Have we had all? girlfriends or have girlfriends and are living our best lives. Uh, oh, this yeah. is just exactly who we are. So, going up lane, this has been episode number one. It's your boy LB. It's your boy Jay. And it's your boy The Bandit. Look, I got one thing to tell y'all. 
I just got one thing to say. Y'all listening? Mm-hmm. Hey, those things ain't the same. It's okay to grow up lame. Hey, hey, I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> new motto alert. New motto new alert. Mo- new motto alert. All right. So love y'all. Y'all be blessed. And catch us on the next episode. We out. All right. Peace. Peace.